Wow. Isn't he holy? He's so holy right now, isn't he? It's all about him. It's all about him. Amen. Many of us are standing in this room. Well, all of us, by his grace, by his mercy, we're here. Amen. Some of us shouldn't have been here tonight, but you're here. Amen. Because God spared your life and he gave us another chance. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about tonight? Amen. It's a new beginning for you tonight. Many of you are going to walk out of here in a different level. You're going to walk out of here in a different realm of his presence. You're going to understand what your purpose is in this earth. You're going to understand your destiny. Amen. Come on now. We serve a God who's alive. Amen. Come on. My God is not a have a big fat belly that I go over and bow down to. Amen. Come on. Or, or go get my nails done and drop a coin in there, right? Uh, the God I talk to is alive. Amen. Is he alive tonight? Amen. Come on. He's awesome, isn't he? And he's coming back for a church that's alive. Amen. How many are alive tonight? Amen. Praise God. This is Saturday Night Live Church. Amen. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'm glad I'm alive and I can breathe. You know, it's so hard for me to hold back because I get so excited and I've had to learn how to hold on to my anointing until it's time for me to minister. And I have to sit back because I'm ready to give. Amen. God's given me so much and I can't hold it back. And how many, has God ever given you anything? Amen. Now, if I walked over to you and handed you a diamond ring right now, you'd be my friend for life, wouldn't you? You would be calling me, texting me, thanking me. Amen. But God's gave it, given us so much more than that, right? He's given us everything. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Amen. The, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He is our inheritance, right? Everything he has, he's given to you and me. Amen. So don't be shy about it. Amen. Don't sit back and miss your blessing. Amen. Come on, because it might just pass you by tonight if you don't reach out and grab it. Amen. Oral Roberts said, um, Dr. Oral Roberts said that there is a miracle coming towards you and passing you by all the time. But it's up to you to reach out and grab it. Amen. How many grabbing tonight? Amen. Come on, I got both hands up. And I'm so excited about what God's doing. Amen. And um, he saved you right now for such a time as this. You and I have been saved. Amen. For three days we've heard about heaven. Amen. Come on. Amen. How many's going to heaven tonight? Amen. Come on, lift your hands. Amen. And say, I'm going to heaven. Heaven is my home. Amen. That's your final destination. Amen. When you get on a 747 in the natural here, you've got a final destination, right? You go, you take off, and this is my, my life. <clears throat> you take off, and you hit that little turbulence. Anybody ever have your stomach go like this? <laughs> That's part of our spiritual journey. Sometimes the bottom falls out, right? But you're going to make it. And when you get up above the turbulence and you get up above the clouds, what do you see? The sun. And then you can cruise for a while, right? God's the pilot. Amen. He's got you. He's got you. Amen. And you're going to get to your destination. And the landing part, you got to land. You might circle for a while, but you got to land. Amen. you got to come down. But at the end of our destination, one day we're going to get up there and the Lord will say, what will he say? What do you want to hear him say? 
Well done. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You don't want to get there. You're going to go, well. Think about that one. Well, what did you do? Amen. What did you do for me? What did you apply your life to? Amen. I always say this because I am, I've, for the last 24 years, and we've been talking about 12 today, we just celebrated our 12th year of ministry by faith. Amen. Can we give God some praise for that? 12 is a governmental uh, number um, for the 12 apostles. And, um, and see, I believe the government of God is on our shoulders too. And that's why we're blue tonight, right? No. Uh, Israel, its symbol is blue. The, the flag is blue. And the Lord told me to wear blue tonight. And I was going to wear something else, and I kept wanting to put something else on. And he normally doesn't tell me to wear a certain color. But tonight I just really felt like we need to pray for Israel, for the peace of Jerusalem, and we need to remember why we're here, right? Because we've been grafted in, right? Amen. We've been grafted in. And, um, and we, we're not the root, right? So we don't want to lose our foundation. Amen. And we need to keep Israel in our prayers. Because I believe God has raised us up to pray for the nation. Amen. How many believe that? Psalms 122. Amen. So let's just say it right now. Pray for the peace. Of Jerusalem, those that love you shall what? Prosper. This, this, pastor, let's give Pastor Kathy and Pastor Lonnie a big shout of praise. Amen. Stand up. Let's just honor you two right now. Let's honor them. Come on, church. Come on. Let's give God some praise. Amen. Amen. Come on. Amen. Leaders of the new millennium, right? Come on. To God be the glory for what He's doing in their lives and their ministry. Amen? Being pastors is not easy. I am one. <laughs> Amen. God bless them. Amen? And the Bible says to give honor where honors is due, and I'm just warming up, so just give me a second, because I listen in the Spirit, and I follow the Lord's guidance. And because we need to be celebrated, and you need to celebrate your pastor as much as possible. Amen? We need to... We, we should raise an offering tonight and send them to Maui. Hey, it got quiet in here. I think that was the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on. What about that? No, they Listen, they didn't tell, nobody tells me anything. I do stuff. Y'all have to stop me. But I believe in celebration and in, in taking care of our, our leaders. And so if God drops a seed in your heart tonight and that bears witness to you, then do it. Amen. Because you will get blessed. God will bless you before you can release it out of your hand. Amen? Before you get to the parking lot. Amen. How many are happy tonight? How many are, how many are grateful that you can come to church on Saturday night? Yes. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to read. Uh, I'm Pastor Leanne, and I came from Alabama with a Bible on my knee. And I traded my banjo for a Bible 24 years ago. When I left Alabama, just a couple minutes to let you know where I came from, Thank, thank God for Apostle Betty Green. Can we give God a big shout of praise for Apostle Betty Green? Sudrick, who's wearing green tonight, amen. And she's in, we're in the green state, right? The green mountain, green mountain state. And um, because, you know, God has called me into cities and, and, and places to go and take lands for him. I believe that. I have an unusual call 
uh, not just a pastor, I'm an evangelist, and I like to go out. We went to Walmart yesterday and handed out flyers and invited people to church. Amen. Activate yourself. Come on. How many know you're peculiar people? How many, how many look in the mirror and go, gosh, you're peculiar? It's the new norm, though, right? <laughs> uh, you're about to do things you've never done before. You're the best-kept secret in Vermont. Amen? Come on. In New Hampshire, in Connecticut, come on. You were born for such a time as this. And so God would send me out places, and I like to help churches grow and do things. And so we went to Walmart, and we got a Dunkin' Donut coffee. Hallelujah. It was so good, pumpkin. You know, when you're working, there's rewards. Pumpkin donuts. Amen. And this is pumpkin harvest season, right? And so we went in and, and just loved on people. I stopped the lady in the parking lot when it started talking to her and just said, Hi, how are you? And, you know, some people are open. Some people will run from you, and that's okay. But everything we do is in love. How many know God is love? God is love, not hate. He's love, and he forgives us, right? Thank God for forgiveness, or I wouldn't be standing here today, amen? But 24 years ago, uh, the Lord said, follow me, amen? And um, I will make you fishers of men, and I will make you a disciple. And so I left Alabama. Before I did, I worked in a, a treatment center home for women who were on drugs and abused and gone through everything you could think of. And um, I was 20. I better not tell you how old I was. Anyway, I was 10. No, I was, a, I was 24, and I was going to school to be a Christian counselor, and I thought that was my destiny. I thought, oh, I'm going to do this, and I love these women. There's 20 women I was responsible for, and I'd never done anything like this in my life. I had a music store that I sold all the music in the world because I love music. And that was my idol at that time, even though I was raised Methodist in a little town, Methodist church, but I didn't know the Holy Spirit. I didn't know that he could heal people. I didn't know that he delivered people. And so we were in the church. It was a little house on the prairie church, and um, it was built in 1889 and had the old wooden uh, cedar pews. And so I'm 11 years old, and I'm sitting in the back, and I'm listening to the pastor preach. And he said, God does miracles. And all of a sudden, the light bulb that had been burnt out since I could remember popped on. And I went, wow, God does miracles. It's my first miracle. But I didn't know, I thought that was a miracle. Because that light came on and I went, he's here. But I didn't know his presence could fill my life. Amen? So later on down the journey, I, that was my seed planting. Um, I was sprinkled with the pink rose and, you know, did the sprinkling and joined the Methodists. And then later I got immersed after I became Holy Spirit filled. And that happened in Mobile, Alabama, about five hours away from my family, which was very familiar. You know, sometimes familiarity breeds contempt. Do you understand? And so uh, the Lord had more for me to do, so I had a journey down away. And one night I was reading the Bible, and anybody ever done this? You take your Bible and you just open it, and you go, God, if you love me, anybody do that? Some of you still do that. God, if you love me, speak to me in your word. And then you open the Bible, and wherever it falls, you read it, right? Amen. I'm glad that the Lord it didn't say go hang yourself, right? Come on. No, but it says, <laughs> it said John 15, 18, and 19. John 15, and it says in the NIV version, 
If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. But as it is, you don't belong to the world, but I've chosen you out of the world. And I began to weep. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. The little rabbits were running around, and it was beautiful, and it was a little prayer place. And, and I started sobbing. Has God ever spoke to you, made you cry, touched your heart, and it, and it changed you? Because I knew I was a wretched woman. I knew I needed to be delivered. Amen. And so I, I was seeking him, and he was seeking me. Because nobody wakes up at 2 in the morning to go read the Bible. You just don't raise up and go, I think I'll go read. No, you're snoring. You're like, I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're in a deep sleep. And so I would get up every night. And I would, but the grounds were bathed in prayer. That's why being in this church, there's an atmosphere here. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? The atmosphere is here. Even today, I came over about 4 o'clock, and Eddie was here looking at the, um, your painting in the, there about the uh, names of God and God. And so we came in here and knelt and we prayed. And I did not have to work it up. We went right into prayer because God is in this house. Amen? Can we give God a praise? He's here. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. So long story short, as I got on my knees and I began to sob because God spoke to me. And I needed a word. You know, uh, my father died when I was young. He was in, we heard all about... um, uh, Don Piper's testimony and how bad he was. My dad didn't have a scratch on him, but he had a car accident and he died. And I remember that. But I didn't know the love like that of a father. I didn't have that kind of, I had a grandpa, but and so I was seeking that love and I found it in Jesus. Amen. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? He, he's the father to the fatherless. If you're in here tonight and you don't have a father, God is your father. Amen. And so I'm seeking him, and, I'm, and all of a sudden, this beautiful heavenly language comes out of my mouth, and I go, what was that? And I went, whoa, and I'm crying, and I did it again, and I went, somebody just filled me, <laughs> and it was real, amen? Do you understand? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? It was the most beautiful experience, and I went to bed that night, and I couldn't sleep. So I got up the next day, and one of the women ministers there looks at me, she goes, Leanne, what happened to you? And I said, why? I was like a little kid, you know. She goes, because your eyes are dancing like stars. And I go, really? She goes, did you get the baptism of the Holy Spirit? And I said, how did you know? <laughs> Yay, give God praise, amen. I said, I didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't want him to go away. I thought if I told you, he'd leave. Because I didn't know. I was innocent to it all. Nobody slapped oil on me. I didn't fall out, which is great. I mean, people receive that way. But it happened for a reason, Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, it happened for a reason. Tell somebody. And and it's going to happen to you for a reason. Amen? Because God wants us to go deeper. Amen? It's time to launch out into the deep and go where you've never gone before. Amen? Serving God, I've gone places that I never would have gone in the natural. You know why? Insecurities. Born in a small town in Alabama. Never left there. Um, uh, Except to go to Mobile, and it was the Holy Spirit drawing me. And I gave up my music store. I walked back. I, I mean, I drove back, and, and Mom goes, what happened? to You got religion and lost it. And I said, no, I, <laughs> I got the Holy Spirit and found it. <laughs> <Yeah>. And so, <laughs> so I took the key 
to my music store that, that I loved so much. I sold gospel, rock and roll, country. We were right in Fort Payne, Alabama, where the group Alabama is from. You ever heard of group Alabama? Oh, yeah. they're, they're, they won a lot of awards. My mom went to school with Jeff Cook. They were graduate high school together. But they're the only thing that came out of Alabama anybody knew. <laughs> Fort Payne, because we're so small and tiny, you know. And so, anyway, I got had the music store and had the music, and I took my key. Now, this is for somebody in here. you got a business. you got something going on. And I took a picture of Jesus knocking at the door. Remember the picture? He's at the gate. Anybody there? Yes, he's knocking. So I put that on there, and I walked up. And nobody taught me any of this. You know, your, the greatest teacher is the Holy Spirit. Amen? He will teach you. He will guide you into all truth. Amen? He's still taking us into truth, right? There's hidden mysteries you hadn't even discovered yet that you're about to tap into. Amen? Come on. There's a well in this house. There's a well here. And today when I was praying, the Lord showed me there's a well here. There's a revival. Somebody's prayed revival here. It's coming. Amen? Say, it's coming. It's coming. He's coming. Amen? So I dedicated the church, I mean the church, well, it was my church, <laughs> my store to the Lord. And this is a small town. And I said, God, this is yours. Give it to you. Bless it, whatever you want. See, I learned how to surrender. See, all you've got to do is give it to him. Amen? You just take what you've got that he's given you and give it back to him. And so for the next two months, my business doubled. I mean, I couldn't get the, the CDs and t- everything in there. They were just coming in buying. I'm going... What's going on here? Something's happening. And so mom's like, wow, your business is booming now. I went off to that retreat and came back, and favor was all over me. And so anyway, the Lord said, now I want you to follow me. And I want you to go down to Mobile, and I want you to be a part of the ministry there. And so I did. Long story short, I could tell this all night. I went to my mom. Um, I went down there, and I took care of a woman who was HIV, which I didn't know and never had heard of it, and so I went into the room, and I had to take care of her that night in TLC, Tender Loving Care. Good name, huh? This was a Christian um, uh, ministry, and so I had to spend the night with her, take care of her for three days, and if I pass the test, they're going to hire me. Anybody ever had to pass the test to get hired? Amen? So anyway, this is 1993, and so she didn't tell anybody. She had been a heroin addict, and and, you know, she was a lot of bondage. But see, I'm fresh. There's love on me. I'm like, miracles can happen. Amen? Yeah. You, you can get healed. And, and I didn't need anybody to teach me because I read the Word and the Holy Spirit was teaching me. Amen? And so I spent the night that night with her and we got up and I, I sh- we shared the same shower. And so, anyway, she showered first, I showered next, and um, I, I cut myself in the shower. So anyway, I come out and I go, Annie, what's wrong with you? She goes, I can't tell you. You'll make me leave. I said, I won't make you leave. You know, what's wrong? She goes, I can't tell you. And she'd just cry. So I went over to the bed and I said, well, Annie, you got please tell me so I can pray for you. And so she said, I'm HIV positive and I passed out. (laughs) I mean, I literally fainted and I thought, I'm going to die. I didn't know. You know, and this is not a funny situation, but it was, it's funny now, but at the moment, the Lord, the first time I heard God's voice speak to me audibly, and he said to me, Leanne, get up and go over there and hug her. And so I got up, and I went over, and I hugged her. She goes, no, 
And I put my arms around her and I put her face next to mine. She goes, don't. I said, no, you're going to be fine. The Lord told me, you're, you're okay. And so she started getting healed. The Lord started healing her. And her body started getting healed. She went back to the doctor and everything was... So she'd follow me around like a little puppy. And I'd take her around with me and I'd write scriptures on the board. So you've got something in you that somebody out there needs. Amen. Does anybody hear what I'm talking about? Amen. It's time to activate what God's put in you. It's time to be stirred up. Amen. Because you've got that healing presence in your life. And the world needs what you've got. Amen. Come on. Does anybody hear what I'm saying? Amen. Come on, give him praise. Amen. So to finish the story, I went into the counselor's office. She goes, how's Annie doing, Leanne? I go, oh, she's doing wonderful. Because I wasn't going to tell them what she told me because I didn't want her to leave. And I promised her. But they, they picked up on it and they asked me. And I went, oh, yes, she is. But don't make her leave. And they go, okay, we're going to keep her here. And, and we're going to let God touch her life. Amen? Amen. Come on. God's good. See, the church is a healing center. Amen? How many are ready to be healed tonight? How many are bored? <laughs> what did I do with my glasses? Okay. I just got to see if you're here. Amen? So, I came from Alabama with a Bible on my knee. Oh, Leanna, won't you follow me? Because I came from Alabama with a Bible on my knee. Now, what's your song? What's your story? Amen. Because there's glory in your story. And God's going to take the glory and put it on your life, and He's going to heal people through you. Nations are going to be healed through Vermont, through this tabernacle. This is Praise Chapel Church, but this is a habitation. This is a tabernacle. That's what I wanted to call it. I want to call this a tabernacle of praise, of healing. So you don't realize how valuable you are. See, the church is not this beautiful building and nice lights. You are the church. Amen? You are the hope of the world today. Amen? Why? Because Jesus is in you. Amen? The Word says, Greater is He that's in us than He that's in the world, right? Your smile can win somebody today. Amen. I, I, I encourage you to step out and do something. Spend time with God and walk in the mall. Spend time with God and, and, and walk in Starbucks. Amen. And watch God do miracles. Amen. This is an activation night. Am I scaring anybody? Okay, good. Because I believe in miracles. I am a miracle. My life is a miracle. The Lord healed me five years ago of B.C. I call it B.C. And so I know the power of God can heal. And the Lord is wanting to heal people tonight, and he's going to. Because i got some words for some people. Amen? So I'm going to read a couple of scriptures, can I? Now that I opened up just to share a few minutes. <clears throat> uh, turn me to um, Isaiah 66 in your Bible. And while you're turning... Um, I want to share with you that God can turn things around in a second. He can turn your situation just like that. Amen. I believe it. Hallelujah. Isaiah 66, verse 8. This is the eighth night, right? Or this is the 
Eight, eight is a number of new beginnings, amen? Did you know that? David was the eighth son. Noah had eight on the ark, of the, on the ark when they were spared from the flood. And we're here tonight, amen? Because of somebody else's obedience. Amen. You're here because somebody obeyed God and invited you to church or prayed for you or ministered to you. Amen? Hallelujah. Who hath heard such a thing? Who hath seen such things? That's what people said about some of you when you got saved. I'm just kidding. You're supposed to laugh. Okay. (laughs) Who hath heard such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day, or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. In May 17, 1948, Israel fulfilled that scripture. Amen? In 24 hours, a nation was born. There had already been a nation. Right? Who was scattered abroad all over the earth. And... um, Destroyed at times, rejected. Everybody on the border hated them, wanted to take them out. Amen. You ever felt like that? (laughs) Felt like everybody was against you? Come on. Amen. Come on now. Anybody hear what I'm saying? But God the whole time knows what he's going to do. He knows the plans he has for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Give you a hope and a future and expected end. Amen. Come on, give God a praise. You are the expected end. You're the miracle that somebody's waiting on. Amen? And so, a nation was brought forth in a day. They declared their independence, and then they went into war two hours later. You know when you get saved, there's a war that starts happening, right? Anybody? Everybody starts, oh, you're not saved. Oh, you're not, you've not been delivered. But all that will build character in you, make you stronger. Amen? Come on. I've all, we've all done it. I've done it for 24 years and I'm still standing today. Amen? Woman preacher. And I thought, is there such a thing as a woman preacher? And I go, I don't know. I just love Jesus. <laughs> and if he can work through a donkey, he can use you. Amen? Come on. Look at your name. So he can use you. you still got hope. He used the donkey, right? He prophesied through the donkey. And I say this. This is the word in Corinthians. God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. It's it's not always our education. It's not always uh, what family we came from. Amen? It's God's family. Amen? When you're saved, you're saved for Him. Right? You have a purpose to fulfill in this earth. So Israel was born in a day. They came back speaking the original language that they spoke, the language was dead for 2,000 years. They came back speaking the same language. You know what God spoke to me through that? You're about to see a miracle come to your family. You're about to see miracles happen in your life. It can happen in one day. Amen? Come on. Breakthrough. If Israel came back and the world was against them, Listen, we've got hope. His name is Jesus. His name is Yeshua. Come on. So you're about to see some new things birth in your life. There's some miracles getting ready to happen for you. Amen? Come on. Glory to God. Amen. Come on. Take it and run with it. 
Because tonight God is unleashing miracles. Why? This is the conference. Did anybody get one of these? Amen? Okay, I read mine. And I want to read it to you right now. Amen? How many ever went to school? Amen? Did you go to school? Did you ever get a... Uh, something on the first day, this is kind of the plans that we have. and So I love the organization. We are so blessed and deeply appreciate your decision to serve the body of Christ in this way. We're very excited with each passing day as we await the fullness of his coming to dwell in us. The temple made without hands. Amen. Say, that's you. Touch your neighbor and say, that's you. Wake up. That's you. Say, wakey, wakey. Wakey, wakey. Come on, wake up. So we, we're expecting great things to occur as we anticipate his presence and awakening breath. Amen. How many woke up this morning? Don't put your hands up. Okay. Are you awake? Did you wake up this morning? You ought to give God a big shout of praise. Amen. You woke up. And you're about to wake up, amen. We're about to shout a victory shout. Because i got to hurry because I did too long introduction. That appetizer was too long. Okay. So, resurrection power comes forth in his bride. Look at your name and say, you're a beautiful bride. You're a beautiful bride. Amen. That's male and female. Come on. All of us are one in him, right? And she is fully equipped to move forward in her great call at this historical moment in time. Amen? Come on. This is a historical time. The Lord said that in the beginning, in the prophecy. You're a history maker. God's going to do something through you that's never been done in all of history. Amen? So allow the Lord to ignite your hearts as you come to the table he has prepared with great love and sacrifice. See, Jesus paid it all. He paid it, and you didn't have to say, you didn't have to do anything but accept him, confess him, and repent, and you become one with him. Come on now. Why aren't you excited? Amen. You're not religious. Come on. Nobody in here is religious. See, when the Lord saved me, he saved an unusual person. Because I ran after him. He, the scripture he gave me, Paul said it like this. Tag, you're it. You ever play tag when you were growing up? And I went over to Pastor Sean, and the Lord said, tag, you're it. And Pastor Sean ran after God, right? Because you've got to get in there and play. Come on now. So tag, you're it. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm coming. Wherever you want me to go, I'll go. Amen? Because I heard his voice. And a stranger we will not follow. Amen? When I first got saved, I heard him. I got spirit-filled. I'm reading the book of John. I had such a hunger for the Word of God. Is anybody hungry tonight? I was so hungry. I never read the Bible when I was in the Methodist church because I didn't understand it. I mean, I, I didn't have any desire. My flesh wanted to do fleshly things. But the Spirit of God in you wants to do what? Spiritual things. Amen? So I, I was reading one day in the swing. It was beautiful. And I'm sitting there swinging and I heard a still, small voice say this. Look at him. I love you. And I went, yes, who said that? Well, the first one was, I love you. But when he said this, when he said my name, amen, and I turned around, and I'm like, tears. The floodgates opened. He 
I knew it was him. And see, I didn't call mom and tell her. I didn't tell anybody because he was, he was drawing me to him. He was wooing me. Amen? Because, you know, when people get married, this is how we start out, right? Oh, my gosh, they're in love. I mean, you're not going to be separated, right? The first year, you're like this. The second year, you're holding hands. Third year, fourth year. And the fifth year, you're at the mall, and you go, Honey, I'll meet you at Starbucks later. <laughs> right? Is that marriage? That's how you do I'll see you at <laughs> J.C. Penney's later. But see, when you fall in love with God, you stay on the honeymoon. Amen? Come on. How many are being aroused to fall in love with the Lord again? Amen? Stay on the honeymoon. Come on. Don't get off the honeymoon. I tell people that. They go, oh, you're going to come off. I said, no, I'm not. (laughs) I'm growing as I'm loving him. I'm growing in love with him. So tonight we're going to wake up. Amen? How many are ready to wake up? This is the month of Teshri, which is the seventh month. It's also a first month. But it's the seventh month, and it also means it's linked with awakening. Amen? So slap your neighbor and say, wakey, wakey. Wakey, wakey. It's also returning to God. Amen? Some of us need to come back and build our spiritual altar again to God because we've been busy about our business. And God's saying, listen, I've got a business for you to bless you and blow your mind, your spiritual mind, amen? It will cause you to prosper, and it will bless you in your household if you will put me first, amen? How many are hearing? Put him first. So this is turnaround time, amen? This is a time of coming out of your caves. The Lord spoke this to me as I was flying in. Some of you have been in caves, and you've been hibernating, which is easy to do here. I mean, I feel like hibernating in the, over in the, the house over there. I don't want to get out. I just like staying in bed. And so, but, but it's easy to do that, to get comfortable, church. But we need to return to our first love. Amen? Who is your first love? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Hey, honey, he's your source. He is your strength. He is your hope. He's your foundation. So we need to come out of the cage. We need to come out of hiding. And God is saying that he is going to sing a new song over Vermont. Amen. Come on. I got this victory in Vermont. Amen. Victory in Vermont. Amen. Come on. Can we say victory in Vermont? Amen. Victory is mine. Victory is yours. Victory is ours today in Vermont. I told Satan, get thee behind me. Victory today is mine. But you've got to say it. Come on. God's waiting on you to proclaim it. Amen. Come on. Y'all are quiet. You never know what I'm going to say. Okay, I'm going to say. But New Hampshire is new beginnings. Who said that? What did you say? Amen. But I had new beginnings in New Hampshire. Woo. And compassion in Connecticut. Amen. Come on. Anybody from Connecticut? New Hampshire. Victory, new beginnings. Amen. Amen. Because everywhere you put your feet, God has given to you. Did you know that? Amen. Joshua chapter 1, 3 through 8. It's time to take the land. It's time to get behind 
um, and serve Moses. Come on. The anointing is on him. This is a young Moses, so he's got Joshua in it too. But to get behind the man of God and the vision and pray for them and support them and give to them because unity is the key. Psalms 133 says, How beautiful, how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity because there God commands his blessing life forevermore. Amen? So if, if Vermont and New Hampshire and Connecticut can get together, come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Amen. Come on, give me Maine, Boston, Massachusetts. Come on, Eddie, what would you say? Oh, Boston. We got Eddie from Boston. Amen. Come on, Eddie's anointed. Let's give God a praise for Eddie. Amen. Eddie. Eddie and the Holy Ghost Cruisers. Yay. Okay, so let's keep going. I'm going to finish up here. So we decree victory in Vermont. We decree freedom in Vermont. Zephaniah 3.17, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over you with singing and with joy. And I heard a beautiful Christmas song today that wasn't planned. Joy to the world. Your grandson played it for me. See, the Holy Spirit's always talking. He's always confirming. But if you're listening, amen, we got so much going on up here that we're doing. It's all about me. Y'all know that song? It's supposed to be, it's all about you. Do y'all hear me? I didn't get any amens on that one, though. Anyway, it's all about. Now, we in California, it is about everybody in California. They Everybody walks their dogs on Sunday and, it's too pretty to go to church, but I had a pastor, and he'd say that all the time. It's all about me. He goes, and I'm, I'm driving to church, and everybody's out at the beach. And But see, if you give God one day, just one, you should be giving him every day. Amen. He deserves that. Amen. Come on. Give him praise. Amen. He's, your miracle is in your mouth. Amen. So he will rejoice over you with joy, and he will rest in his love, and he will joy over you with singing. Some of you need that tonight. Somebody's got some broken bones and some painful memories of the past, and you need healing, and you need restoration. And God's going to bring it tonight. I believe it. This is a great awakening. Jonathan Edwards. Amen. Come on. Somebody give God the praise for the great awakening. Amen. I know, whoever, who knows Jonathan Edwards? He came from your state, Vermont. And I studied this about Jonathan. And he wrote a book called Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. And I realized that the season and time he was in, that's what he was preaching. Do you know that got into the, the book? This book got into uh, history books or in the schools. It was taught in school. That's amazing, isn't it? It was in the textbooks. It's Hebrews 10, 30 through 31. And he, he, he uh, expounded on that. But I see, you know, God is about to do a new awakening. There's something new and fresh happening all over this land. And it's, it's going to happen through you, through your worship. While he's here, there's impartations that God is giving you from his spirit, of his love, amen, of his compassion of his mercy, amen, to go out and heal and deliver people. 
Are y'all getting that? Yeah. And because it's as painful it is, it really isn't about us. And I always say that when we leave this earth and we go with Don Piper to heaven, Amen, Amen. Come on, and we're gonna go with him. And and so um, when we get there, what you do in this earth, what will remain and last is what we've done for him. What did we do for him? Amen. Because when we're young, we think we're never going to die. Amen. And the older I get, I realize that I'm getting older. <laughs> and I could feel it going down their stairs. My knees were doing a little pop, and I'm going, is that popcorn? No, it's my knees. So I need to exercise <laughs> because God's got surprises coming for us. There are great things coming. Amen. If he did it then, he'll do it now. But he'll do even greater works. Amen. John fourteen twelve says, Greater works shall you do than these because I go to the Father. Amen. See, there's an anointing over here. See, the thing is, Jesus said to them, If you eat my flesh and drink my blood, right, you will have everything with me. Well, he lost a whole bunch of them. He had thousands. He had the biggest mailing list in all Israel. Amen. But he didn't tell them what they wanted to hear. He said the truth, but they didn't understand. God wants you and I to understand who we are, our purpose, and our assignment. Amen. And this is it. Follow me. Pick up your cross and follow me. Amen. And so he looked at 12 disciples. One was a cussing fisherman. Amen. One was a tax collector ripping everybody off. Does anybody fit in those categories? Amen. Have you been saved from anything? And so he picked the most unlikely. He didn't pick the Sanhedrin, who were very religious. He didn't pick the Pharisees, who were religious. He picked people that nobody would pick. And they followed him. That was me, by the way. And so he said, will you go away too? He goes, well, Peter said it. Peter had the big mouth, didn't he? He always answered. You ever been with people that talk all the time and they have all the answers? Anyway, Peter took the sword and cut the guy's ear off, right? His ear went flying. And the mercy and the compassion of Jesus puts it back on. I know people, we do that. We're motivational gifts. Sometimes prophecy, you just let anything come out. And then here comes Susie, who's John the Beloved, and heals. Are you okay? (laughs) That's me. Are you okay? But he said, where are we going to go? You have the words of eternal life. Can I plant a seed in your heart tonight? Whatever's going on in the world, it's going to go on. But listen to the one who has eternal life. Listen to Jesus. Stay in the Word of God. Listen to truth. Amen? As Don said last night, He is the way, He is the truth, and He is the life. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And can I tell you, He has never failed me. Have I failed Him? Yes. But he has never failed me. He will never fail you. Amen? So you got Isaiah 66, 8. A nation is born in a day. God's going to do a miracle in Vermont. <clears throat> God's calling us to break out of barriers. Traditions that will hold you back. Amen? You need to go in to the land like this. Like Joshua and Caleb. You need to go in and don't look at the giants, but you need to look at the blessings that God's got for you. Amen. If it, 
listen, it's time to arise, church. Amen. It's time to take up your cross and follow the Master, to go after Him. Follow Him. Leave everything behind and follow Him. And Jonathan Edwards in the Great Awakening, 1739 to 1740, right here in Vermont, right here in New England, God's hand has been on Vermont for years. Amen? And we need to prophesy to cold, dead altars to rise back up. Amen? Amen? The living water is here. The living water is here. There is. And the Lord says there's a heritage in this room for some of you. Some of you had preachers in your family you didn't know about. And you're going to fulfill what they didn't finish. Amen? Come on. Can you receive that? That's why you keep these stirrings keep going on inside of you, that you won't quit, you won't give up. When the enemy throws a towel at you, pick it back up and throw it at him. Amen? Come on. You don't have to receive that. When he says you're sick or you're defeated or you're not going to make it, so-and-so doesn't like you, just pick it up and throw it back at him. Pick that towel and throw it back. Amen? You're not, you are a winner. Amen? Come on. You're winners. The winner takes it all. Come on, we're going to win. Amen. Come on, Jesus. i got to have my phone, Mama Betty. Are you using it to video? I've got a prophetic word. Okay, you're on video. Say hi. Okay. <laughs> okay. Y'all, I'm sorry. I just love to have fun in church. Okay. The word of the Lord. October. The word that came earlier is the same word God gave me. Who gave that word? Anybody here wrote it down? Amen. Listen to this. I hear the Lord saying a fresh word and the wind is blowing over Vermont. And people are in caves are going to come out of hibernation and out of hiding. They're going to come out of the, into the forefront in their gifts and callings and they're going to be activated, and it's going to be stirred up, and you are going to be tuned into the heavens, and you're going to get words for God's people. Amen. I mean, how many want to walk in that? Amen. Amen. Come on. How many want God to use you in the gifts of the Spirit? How many want to be stirred up and activated? I'm going to give you this word, because God gave this to me when I flew in here. And I listen to see what God is speaking because He is speaking to us. And there's a turning point for many in this room. God's turning some things around for you. And I heard Him saying when I was praying on the altar today, double for your shame. Double for your trouble. God is healing relationships with family members. Heard it on the altar today. Broken hearts are going to be healed. The Lord says there's revival in this soil. There are revivalists here. Amen. Amen. See, we're in a time and season like never before. And we've got one shot in this life. Amen. And we've got one opportunity in our 80 or however how many years God gives us to do what He's called us to do. And I realize. Your life has an assignment. Your life has a mandate on it. Amen. How many understand that? Or you wouldn't be sitting here tonight in this church 
People that's been betrayed, there's going to be restoration. Amen? Come on. Healing is in the house. Why? The bread of heaven is here. Amen? How many are still with me? Somebody said in Jesus' name. Who said that? Holy Spirit just spoke. You're speaking. I have two more things I want to share, and I want to pray and prophesy to some folks. Is that okay? Yeah. Can I pray over you all tonight? Yeah. Um, Pastor Kathy.